The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back to Superwoman Wellness. On every episode of this show, we will uncover the secrets to being superpowered and being the superwoman you are meant to be. Joining me today is my friend, I think I can call her my friend now, Gretchen Lidecker. Gretchen is a scientist, journalist, and the health editor at MindBodyGreen, one of the world's largest health and wellness websites. She's the author of the book, CBD Oil, Everyday Secrets, A Lifestyle Guide to Hemp-Derived Health and Wellness. She has a master's in physiology and biophysics with a concentration in complementary and alternative medicine from Georgetown University. She's originally from Sedona, Arizona, where she was first exposed to natural medicine and now lives in New York City. Welcome to the show, Gretchen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am thrilled to talk about this topic. It has come up so much in practice. And I remember when you were writing this book, when I visited you guys over at Mind Body Green not too long ago and couldn't wait to kind of see this come to fruition. So congratulations. This is a cutting edge topic. So many people have so many questions. I am just curious, what inspired you to write about CBD, which for everybody out there, CBD, by the way, is cannabis or, and Gretchen probably probably will explain that, but it's derived from what we know as marijuana, but has so many great medicinal properties. But what inspired you to write about CBD and dig into the world of CBD health and wellness? Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, at my, at my job at Mind Body Green, I, you know, I'm constantly writing about herbs and supplements and health trends and, you know, the next biggest thing. And, and CBD was just something that sort of kept coming up. And when I read the research and I would report on some of the studies, I just, you know, felt like this is something that people need to know about. And I also have always felt that sort of the cannabis industry has been very unapproachable from the outside. And for, for people like me who who aren't, you know, marijuana users or smokers and, and just sort of want to know how we might be able to take advantage of it for general health and wellness. So I just felt like I was, you know, in the right place at the right time. And I was a good person to sort of, you know, research it, which was surprisingly hard to do and then sort of translate that for everyone so they had one good resource to go to. Well, it's such a need right now. So break it down for us. What is CBD and how is it different? We're going to play alphabet soup here, guys. What is CBD and how is it different from THC? Okay. So um, CBD uh, is one of the main compounds in the cannabis plant. And what a lot of people don't know is that cannabis is actually, you know, an umbrella term uh, for both marijuana and hemp. So when you hear about hemp and marijuana, uh, it's good to know that it's all cannabis. Um, and basically CBD is called cannabidiol. Um, and it's, uh, unlike it's sort of like the other most famous cannabinoid THC, it doesn't get you stoned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cause those intoxicating effects. And so like long story short, it's a great way to sort of harness the healing powers of cannabis without getting stoned. <laughs> Um, And I think that makes it, you know, especially exciting for, you know, just everyday use and, 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 you know, inflammation and anxiety and sleep and, and all of those. So definitely. And, and CBD typically comes from marijuana, correct? Not from hemp. Well, it comes from both. It depends. Um, Like it's all, you know, the, the actual definition, the differences between marijuana and hemp aren't what many people think. Um, Hemp is technically defined as just certain parts of the cannabis plant. Um, mm. And so CBD can come from either. Uh, you can get a marijuana-derived 
uh, like a medical marijuana-derived CBD oil if you are Mm -hmm. in a state with, you know, that's legalized recreational and medicinal marijuana. Um, But you can also get uh, a hemp-based CBD oil, and those are available nationwide right now. You can go online and order that like you would order something on Amazon, like you would order, you know, shoes from Nordstrom. So um, the hemp-derived... I don't think I realized, yeah. We're really... Yeah, we're really seeing those explode. Yeah, I don't think I realized that there was that delineation between the two. So what about um, in terms of clinical efficacy and results and things like that? Are there different results when CBD comes from marijuana versus when it comes from hemp? Well, the the main difference between, you know, the CBD that you might be able to get at a dispensary in California is that it will have higher levels of THC. um, Mm. And those levels aren't enough that they would probably, that it will get you stoned or high, but it's, mm-hmm. it's um, enough that sort of it's CBD and THC work together. There's this phenomenon called the entourage effect. So they mm-hmm. both sort of balance each other out and they help the other one become more effective. And so if you do live in, you know, California or Colorado, you can sort of um, increase the THC in your CBD oil just enough that it makes it so much more effective, but it's not, you know, it's still not, you're not going to get the munchies and you're not going to get, um, you know, stone. So that's like, I have a whole section about that in the book about, you know, if you live in a state with recreational marijuana and you want to, you know, sort of experiment with different ratios of CBD to THC, um, Mm -hmm. that's a really interesting way to do it. And, and it can be really effective for things like sleep that can benefit, you know, that might benefit from a little bit more THC in the mix. So, and typically here, you'll see ratios all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to no, I was going to say here in Georgia, like um I think it's okay to have like a 10 to 1 CBD to THC ratio, maybe even a 10 to 2, but I think the minute you go above that, then you need a card, like a medical marijuana card to carry and you have to register with the state uh to be able to have that card. Is that what you're seeing kind of across Got the it. country or are those the ratio are those similar ratios across the country? I'm just curious. Yeah, so typically um you know, a hemp derived CBD product is um, derived from a plant that has less than 0.3% THC. So that's the general rule that that's what differentiates um, marijuana from hemp is that 0.3% THC. In Europe, that number, in parts of Europe, that's 0.2%. Um, and, mm-hmm. and each state kind of, you know, the, the state laws on, on, on hemp and CBD and cannabis are all over the place. Um, so that number is a little bit different everywhere. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. Fascinating stuff. And now talk to us about the health benefits of CBD and maybe a little bit into just how it's working and why it's working and then why it's taken us so long to stumble upon them. Yeah. So CBD is so interesting because, uh, you know, the when I was writing the book, I was thinking I'm really going to narrow down these health benefits, you know, because you see there, you know, the health benefits are all over the place from pain to yeah. anxiety to you know, inflammation. And, and I was really ready to like discard a lot of those and really focus on the important ones. But mm-hmm. it really does seem like CBD is a, it's sort of like an adaptogen. It like really tends to, like it seems to promote balance and, and CBD interacts with a larger system in the body called the endocannabinoid system. And that system in research is often described as like a master regulatory system. Yes. And so CBD seems to help bring balance to that system. And the endocannabinoid system has been, you know, linked to, you know, changes in the endocannabinoid system have been linked to changes in, you know, fertility, 
uh, the stress re- response, um, chronic inflammation, uh, headaches and migraines, like it, it seems like it, it promotes balance in that system. And that's why it mm-hmm. seems to do so much. It's fascinating. So what conditions, what do you think, or what are you saying? I can always weigh in on what I'm saying, but what are you saying as you have dug into this issue and really explored the use of CBD oil? What have you seen it used most effectively for? What would you recommend it for based on kind of your research? Mm-hmm. I think the most exciting um, benefit of CBD is its ability to potentially help with chronic inflammation in chronic inflammatory conditions and autoimmune diseases. Uh, And the research is pretty preliminary for many of those, but there are studies that say, like, that CBD could represent a whole new class of anti-inflammatory, you know, drugs um, and and treatment. Hmm. So, you know, CBD, uh, one cool benefit is that it seems to um, induce T-regulatory cells. Yep. Uh, which are the ones in your body that help your, you know, your immune system distinguish between what's your body's own tissue and what's an outside invader. And, you know, I'm sure, I know you talked a lot about autoimmune diseases and, yes. and you treat so many, uh, you know, people with chronic inflammation going on, but that's a really important part of the immune system is being able to distinguish between, you know, what's an invader and what's not. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really exciting. I also think, you know, CBD, I think, is so popular right now because its benefits are sort of ladder up really nice, like nicely and conveniently to the things that so many people have going on right now. Like uh, anxiety is one. Most people who start taking CBD, it seems, take it for anxiety and, you know, uh, stress. So that's something I recommend. You know, it's, it's a CBD, uh, you know, appears to be very, very safe. So it's one of those things that sort of worth experimenting with if you're, you know, you've got something like, you know, anxiety or um, chronic stress or uh, inflammation, um, headaches, uh, even sleep. The research on sleep is a little bit mixed, but it does seem to help with sleep sort of by way of reducing anxiety. I think a lot of people who have trouble sleeping, sort of it's that racing mind and cortisol, you know, pumping through your veins. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, it's been fascinating in practice. You know, I, you know, like all things that come out initially, you're sort of tentative to try them and then you try them and you see results and then you go for it. So that's sort of been my strategy in, in treating patients. And like you mentioned, you know, we have so many patients with inflammation and quite honestly, like the majority, probably 95% of medical conditions today are the result of some sort of inflammation, even when you're talking, you know, anxiety and depression, when you're talking fertility, when you're talking yeah. cancer, when, you, you know, it's all at the root of it is probably this physiologic process of inflammation. So it's been interesting to use CBD oil and see where it works. And where I've seen it work, I have seen it work with reducing inflammation, as you said, which can, for anybody out there listening, might be as simple as like, I'm having a lot of body pain and my pain is better, you know, to I'm having Mm-hmm. muscle aches and that's better. But then at the same time, like you're saying, it's I've seen it work for anxiety. We have used it for sleep. In fact, in my menopausal patients that are having a lot of hormone imbalances, it seems to be one of the things that are helpful when it comes to sleep. So I have used it in that scenario as well. And then we have also used it uh, for patients that you know, might have seizures, might have other neurological type issues going on. And then seeing those, you know, slowly improve as they 
take on, you know, as they take CBD and then not as medication dependent. So I still think there's so many uses. We probably don't know all of them yet. And there's still a lot of confusion about, you know, how do we dose it? What's the right ratio? You know, uh, where do do we start it in a treatment plan? Do you start at the beginning or do you start a little bit further down the road? So we're still working through all of that, but have definitely seen a place for it, you know, in our treatment plans and in practice for sure. You know, for the person out there listening today, you know, if they they listen to us and they're like, hey, I can't sleep or I have a lot of anxiety, I'm going to go try CBD oil. What would you tell them? Like, how do you look for a good product? You know, there's so much online now. There's so many new startups and so many new industries producing this. Yeah. How do you know what to get? Yeah, that's one of the biggest challenges, I think, to CBD, because, you know, when I started writing the book only, you know, a year and a half ago or two years ago, it, uh, you know, there were only a handful of brands. And now it's like there are hundreds of options. And, and yes. because CBD also, you can take it in so many ways. You can use it topically. You can put it in your bath bomb. You can, you know, people are using it for skincare. People are using it in supplement capsules and, and vape pens and, and, you know, oils. So um, my number one rule, actually, I have two rules that are tied for number one <laughs> when you're looking for a CBD oil. My first suggestion is always uh, to get a full spectrum CBD. And that just means that um, the CBD oil will contain cannabidiol, CBD, but also all of the other cannabinoids and the terpenes and all of the other parts of the plant. And the research that exists has shown that uh, a CBD oil like that is much easier to dose and it's more effective than, say, the alternative, which is a CBD isolate, which is just, Mm -hmm. you know, an oil with only the compound CBD. And it just seems like, you know, all of that stuff, like I talked about earlier, the entourage effect is there to, you know, there are all those compounds and terpenes are there to help each other and and make the whole sort of blend more effective. So I always suggest going for a full spectrum hemp product. Um, And can you see that? Can you see that on the label? Can you see where it says full spectrum CBD or contains terpenes? Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will say either a full spectrum hemp extract. Um, and I would look for a high CBD full spectrum hemp extract, um, or you will see like CBD isolate. Um, and so I, you know, for especially for beginners, I would do a full spectrum. So, full and spectrum, then my okay. second rule is to always find a brand that is very transparent with their lab testing. Um, they need to be testing their final product for potency and purity, so to make sure that you know there actually is CBD in there. Um, and then also for contaminants like heavy metals, pesticides, solvent residue, uh, and microbes and things like that. So, you're, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, if you call them, if you look at their website, like they will have um, their lab reports on there where they can send you to prove to you that what's in, on the label is actually in the bottle. Um, because, you know, the world of supplements is, you know, people say it's sort of the Wild West. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some regulations, but it really is, you know, the, the responsibility falls in the hands of the consumer to make sure that um, they're picking the right product. So it's important gotcha. to know what you're looking for. And then what about dosing? Do you have any sort of thoughts on dosing? I know um, when I've been writing for it or advising people, I've been saying about 25 milligrams of a 10 to 1 uh, CBD to THC ratio. Is there something that you've seen that may be more effective or different? Yeah, I, you know, it, it it seems to be that uh, everyone reacts a little bit differently. You know, everyone reacts differently to THC. Some people, 
love the way they feel. Some people get very tired. Some people can operate really well. Some people, you know, get paranoid and, you know, panicky. So CBD, like all cannabinoids, it seems, react a little bit differently in each person. So the dosing, there are no official dosing recommendations yet. Um, I have a full, you know, a, a dosing guide in the book that sort of just says, start really low. Because if a really low dose helps you, then you're going to save a lot of money because <laughs> CBD is not cheap. Um, so I recommend people start like as low as five milligrams of CBD, you know, twice a day and do that mm-hmm. for a while. And then, you know, try just increasing it until you're getting the desired effects. Um, gotcha. But yes, an average dose is like 15, 20 milligrams. Um, and so, yeah, uh, most people, I think, end up around there. Fantastic. And then what's the best way to take it topically? I I mean, there's everything now. There's CBD chocolates, there's CBD bombs, there's oils and tinctures. So what what do you think? And and everything that you looked at, what's the best way to take it? Yeah, my favorite way to take it is just as an oil under the tongue. Um, I think that sort of bypasses um, the, you know, and especially for acute situations under the tongue, because that sort of absorbs into your bloodstream and you don't have the you know, the, the um, struggle of, you know, making sure it's being absorbed in your gut, especially if you have a gut issue. I think that's important. Um, but I also love CBD topically. I put it on okay. my neck um, and my shoulders every night before bed. And I think it's really, really helped with, you know, that chronic, you know, laptop, uh, you know, working nine hour days, nine yes. hour days neck yes. um, and jaw pain too. Uh, yeah. so I, I think for beginners, like if you're looking for just to see if it works for you, um, you know, do a CBD oil under the tongue, try that out and then maybe switch to sort of putting it in your food because it's, it's really more fun to make like a, you know, a lavender latte and add CBD to it. Um, and actually in the book, I have 30 recipes, um, for ways to incorporate CBD into your, you know, your food and also your oh, self-care fine. routine. Um. Because there's so many topical ways to use it too. But I always recommend like, you know, start with the CBD oil under the tongue or if you have a topical thing, um, try a topical product. Oh, I love it. Sounds like fun to make all these different types of CBD concoctions. I'm excited to look at that too. What finally was the most surprising thing you learned while researching CBD for this book? What do you think kind of shocked you or jarred you? So many. It was, I mean, so many things shocked me. Um, you know, the, the, how far and wide, you know, the endocannabinoid system affects our health mm-hmm. was one of the most surprising things. But I think if I had to pick one, it's definitely um, how hard it is to study CBD and cannabis still in this country. Um, there's a great article in Rolling Stone that, you know, all the, your readers should, should check out about a, a doctor named Sue Sisley who was trying to study um, uh, CBD, you know, a cannabis theory, therapy on veterans with PTSD. And it took her something like seven years to get approval. Oh, wow. And then, wow. um, and the only place in the United States that's authorized to supply cannabis for research is the University of Mississippi. And when she finally mm. got that, that, like the materials to, to use for the study, she found that they were contaminated with mold because she conducted some secondary testing on them. And it is so difficult for researchers to study this stuff. And that doesn't help anybody, you know, because, you know, we we just need to know the truth and whether CBD sort of is this 
miracle thing that, you know, people are describing it as or not. Like the research is what's going to tell us. And so I think, you know, the whole last chapter in my book is all about how hard it is, you know, to study it and why that that is what really, really needs to change. Um, Yeah. Or else, you know, so that was so surprising. It'll lose its legitimacy for sure if we can't get we can't get some good research behind it, you know? Um, well, this has been so interesting and I know it's going to clarify a lot of confusion, even for me, quite honestly, that we all have about Uh, CBD and how to use it and how to, how to put it into practice and even where to get it and how to get and all that other stuff. If my audience wants to learn more about CBD oil and really, you know, dig in a little bit deeper, where do you recommend that they go to, to learn more about CBD oil or just to even connect with you? Yeah, uh, you can always pick up my book. Um, it's available on Amazon and, you know, most bookstores, Barnes & Noble, all that. Uh, it's called CBD Oil Everyday Secrets, The Lifestyle Guide to Hemp-Drived Health and Wellness. Um, my Instagram is uh, at Gretchen.Amanda. Um, and, you know, it's difficult to learn about CBD, but I would recommend, like, keeping an eye on the clinical trials that are coming out about CBD. Yes, um, On clinicaltrials.gov. You can just type in CBD there. And that will give you, you know, because we can only learn so much from sort of studies on, you know, in Petri dishes and on animals. But right. that's, that's where you'll find the studies on humans that are coming out or in progress. And that's a good way to keep, you know, just up to date. I love it. Gretchen, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Superwoman Wellness. I'm sending you a gigantic big hug over the microphone here. I'm hoping I'll see you in New York City soon over at mind body green but thanks so much i know my audience appreciates all this great information and for everybody else thank you for listening to this episode of superwoman wellness if you have questions about today's show connect with me on instagram or facebook at dr taz md that's d-r-t-a-z-m-d and if you want to learn your power type head on over to drtaz.com lastly if you enjoyed the show rate and review and share with your friends until next time <laughs>